Chiefs of Manchester United. What a turnaround at the Emirates. Thank you for downloading this episode of the Football Purist Podcast. Please help by subscribing and check out footballpurist.com. Welcome to an interlow edition of a purely Arsenal podcast. I've got the A-team back with me, starting with Neil Shaw. How are you doing, Neil? I'm all right. I've managed to come on. I'll see how long I last. But yeah, good to be here with Mark and Michael and yourself. Thanks for introducing them, mate. Mark, how are you doing, mate? I'm very well, mate. Nice to be speaking to you again. Uh, yeah, lots, top man. Lots to talk about, I'm sure. But uh, yeah, nice, nice to hear you, mate. Yeah, top man, mate. Also got Michael Harris. How are you doing, Michael? Uh, great to hear from you again, Jack, and, and the boys. It seems like it's been about, what, seven weeks since I last spoke to you guys. I think it has been. I it's think been we a did while. a summer transfer window um, podcast where we were all pretty ecstatic with the way things had turned out in the summer window. And here we sit. We sit third in the table um, after eight games. Um, on paper, it looks fantastic, Mark. But perhaps if we look at it and the maybe the bigger picture, we could also say if you took the equivalent fixtures last year with four points deficit five goals deficit it's really hard mm. to judge it like that i think but we are third in the table some fans are concerned with um you know the progression and the performance how do you see the season so far mark well as you say it's hard to you know not be third i think if we were if we were playing as what we consider well uh, and we were third there'd be a much different mood because we are third how we got there, you know, is because we've, we've got more points in the team below us. So, you know, we knock it from that point of view. But there's a big but, you know, there's, there seems to be a, a real under sort of feeling of, of how we're playing and improvement from the end of last season, which was a disaster. Um, is there is there a lot of difference, even with the new players? Um I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm 50-50. I, I, I look at us sometimes and I don't see... I don't see improvement, you know, um, and other times we'll do we'll do certain things in game. But I think we you know there's something there. So it's been very very patchy for me. This, you know, this season we've had eight games with third, which is you know acceptable by anyone's standards in terms of the league position. Given we thought that the, the top two would be gone anyway, um, but City, you know, City have obviously stumbled a bit as well. But you know, it seems to be just a very patchy league at the moment. You know, Spurs are, are obviously struggling, which is really, really funny. Um, and, you know, everyone beneath us is, is winning one week and losing the next. And we seem to be in there. I think it was a great opportunity for us to kick on. But I'm not quite sure what the identity of the team is. You know, I see Lacazette, and, uh, you know, sorry, um, Wang, you know, scoring goals consistently, you know, seven already. Um and outside of that, you know, there's there's pluses and minuses throughout the team. I guess when we get the fullbacks, it's going to really help us. Uh, but we're just we're just extremely patchy, and I'm not, I'm not convinced. I understand what what we are. I don't understand what system um, Emery employs from week to week. You know, performing. Um, I don't know what you guys think, but but you know, satisfied with the league position, but just concerned that we're not cracking on like we should be. Um, now it's in the second season. Although having said that, just finishing, I do think that new, you know new players will take a bit of time to to bed in. And Pepe being being probably the uh, you know the, the beginning example of that. But I don't think you're going to see the best of him for a little while. But um, I'm sure we'll talk about that. But that's kind of where I see it at the moment. Yeah, yeah, and no, I'd agree with a lot, a lot of that. To be honest, there's a little kind of scratchiness on your sound, but we'll see if we can work it out. Maybe I don't know if it's sitting okay. next to close, close to your route or something, or it just might be the okay, app. Mate. But we'll figure it out. But um, no, I heard everything clearly, and I agree with pretty much all of what you're saying. I think I am concerned as well. You know, we can, it's an early time, Michael, isn't it, to look at the sort of place and position in the league. I'm, I'm, of course, if the league ended now, we'd all be absolutely ecstatic, no matter how we played. And I think it would be silly to say otherwise. But it's is it hard to envision the league ending like it is now with the performances being like they are? Um, I, I, it's, a, it's a difficult one because they normally say when you when you look at the league table, the first 10 games, uh, when you see the table after 10 games, it gives you an idea of what what it possibly will shape up like. And, you know, we're, we've got we're eight games in, so um, and we're third. So, you know, as Mark said, you know, you can't, you can't argue against the position where we are, but you know, you, you just wish that there was some sort of um, uh, 
pattern or or, 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 or or system that you can identify us with to say, okay, we're playing this today and we're fitting, you know, we're, 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 he's, he's maybe rotating it a little bit, but this is the system, this is the way we're playing. And it's possibly, you know, a little bit easy on the eyes, nice to see, but it's been, it's, it's not been that, has it? You know, there's been a couple of spells where we've played some good stuff, I think against uh, Burnley in the second half when we, when we stepped up a bit um, at home. But in general, um, it's very, very, you know, it's like Mark said again, patchy. Um, you know, if it, if it wasn't for Bamiang's uh, form at the start of the season, you know, and he showed that in pre-season as well, you know, we'll be struggling a little bit more, I think, than we are at the moment. You know, it's just the fact that he's got the seven goals um, is, a, is, a, is a lifesaver for us. But we just hope that, you know the return of of, of um, you know the two fullbacks and um, and playing um, someone like Torreira hopefully in the right position um, would would improve our chances of, of of having some sort of solidity going forward because we're going to need that because I don't think these teams can keep dropping the points that they are at the moment I don't think that's going to stop. Yeah, I agree. I think we're um, yeah all the other teams you know being all over the place like they are isn't going to last one or two of them are going to hit form perhaps perhaps Chelsea perhaps Tottenham you know I, 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 like you said I don't think it's going to it's going to last that way so we've got a we've got to get our act together in terms of how we're playing Neil Michael and Mark touched on it you know the players to return Tierney to return Bellerin holding that Lacazette they're all going to be in contention for supposedly for next week's game maybe a bit too soon for one or two of them but do you think that will make us a more functional efficient team under this philosophy under this management yes Hundred percent. Um, I I think because the way Lacazette is, he does a bit, does a bit of the old groundwork in terms of tracking back, linking up uh, where we've been having those gaps between potentially midfield and and, and the forward lineup. Um, he'll he'll bridge that gap, I think, because of his hard work. He always likes to go for the ball and 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 be a bit of a baller, really. Um, so from that respect, um, that will help. And also, we know what he's like in front of goal. So having him back is going to be a tremendous asset. Um, then the likes of Tierney we've seen in the Europe, Europe games, um, and I think the, the the League Cup game uh, is just a revelation for me. Uh, down down the wing, um, down on that. Um, Left-hand side is just fantastic. The way he can run at defenders, his confidence, and then his uh, uh, crosses uh, to, to uh, one of the, the frontline players uh, to great effect. So I believe um, that's going to help us in the, in being a counter counter uh, counter attacking kind of side, uh, which of course I think we're seeing from Emery in terms of if if we are going to earmark a particular style, that seems to be one of the ones which 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 is coming out from him. Um, and, and I think that will help. And then you've obviously you've got holding to help our defence because our defence has been very shaky. It's been very um, uh, inconsistent, the guys have, uh, have mentioned, uh, in, in respect to our performances. And we need, we need some consistency and solidity in the back, uh, which I think will also give our, by having that, will give, us, give our midfield more confidence into, in doing what they're doing. Because at the moment... There's just so much discord, I believe, in the senior team where, where the three, three areas are just not working as a unit, as a complete unit. They're, 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 there's, there's so many gaps when it, when it goes wrong. I mean, when it does go nice, as, as I think um, Michael may have suggested earlier, it looks, it's brilliant, but it's been too patchy, as, as, as you guys have mentioned, and we need more consistency. But I think with holding Bellerin, Tierney, um, Lacazette, and then you know we've got these youngsters that have shown what they can do in the uh, the reserve the reserve team. I think if um, we employ them and play, get them more playing at their strengths, I actually still I'm still going to go on uh, a limb and say we're going to end up top three. I really believe that. I think our major ma- major competitors at the moment, I think, are not Tottenham. I think they're going to fall apart. I think Man City are struggling. I think it's going to be probably Chelsea, as you mentioned, Jack and, and Leicester. They're for me are, are, are probably more of a threat than than the Tottenham's and the Man Cities. I mean, I might be completely going off 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 the wall here, but I I still think that with the players we've got at our disposal, playing them in their right positions and to their strengths, and if Emery can get that right, and then he knows what kind of style of uh, play that he wants to 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 employ, I think we're a top top three unit this season. 
Oh, well, I always rely on you for a little bit of confidence, Neil. So, um, I appreciate there you go, you got it. <laughs> got it, yeah. But, but you know, I, I'd, I'd just, like I said, snap your hands off with it. And I do think I agree with you on um, on the players. I think they can really help the the way Emery wants to build his team. But, Mark, it's the second year for Emery. Um, last year, you know, we, we we didn't talk that much. We did offline, but we didn't talk that much on here. But we all kind of agreed that, we, you know, we wanted to give Emery this year. He had an absolute mess, in a sense, which he was taking over, you know, players on high contracts, underperforming for a couple of years under Arsenal Wenger. Um, mm. Do you think that a lot of the fans, Mark, obviously that we see on social media and, and, and chat to, are a little bit spoiled? Like, like myself, perhaps, you know, I mean, Wenger's 90% of my Arsenal supporting career. I had two years of Graham, two years of Rioch, and then uh, Arsenal Wenger, you know, and, and we were spoiled by a manager that number one priority was to entertain the fans, it, it felt yeah. like, you know. Um, Jack, you yeah. think, Jack, sorry, it was one year of Rioch. Was it just one year, Rioch? Yeah, it was one year. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was quick, wasn't it? What, I think it was two. Got a straight yeah. cup and then he was done, was he? <laughs> yeah, he yeah, got right. sure, and man. he brought in. Brought in Burkham and Platt, didn't they? And then he went, That's he went. right. That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. So mm. one year, there you go. So even less time without Winger. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but do you think we are, um, Mark, do you think we are a little bit spoiled as a fan base? And now we're seeing probably a very, very, you know, um, contradictory style. But do you think we are spoiled? I think we are, yeah. I think, uh, I think maybe those of us that maybe are a bit older, probably not. But... Uh, but yeah, I, th- I think generally as a fan base we are, and also I think you know we do live in, a, in an environment now where nobody has any time to do anything. So you know, no one wants to give anybody a minute. And um, that even like there was there was dissent in voices about Emery. Um, you know, and, and let's face it, I mean, to, to not give the guy a season to, to even try and unravel what was there for twenty one years, um, which at the end wasn't fantastic. You know, he's he's just completely, it's just ridiculous. To even, to even not do that. But I think now we're into the second season. I think people want to see, you know, right, what's the plan? You know, okay, you've unraveled it last year, you've seen your players, you know you can rely on, you know you can't, right? And and I think to get to the to get to the uh, to the UEFA Cup final and then kind of put in that performance uh, showed him a lot. I think it showed him a lot of, about what he's got and how much sorting out there is still. And I think there's a tremendous amount of sorting out still. And I think even Josh, Josh Kroenke have sort of pointed to the fact that that second half, um, you know, in Baku, kind of changed their 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 sort of transfer strategy, really, because they thought, well, I mean, we really have not got a lot here, have we? You know, there was just so many that weren't up to it. You know, the clear out had to happen. And I, I think we were all calling for it anyway. You know, last season, let's get rid of, you know, but, 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 being a sort of sensible manager, he 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 wanted to see what he who he could get the best out of and who he couldn't. So you know, it, it, we got to that point, and then obviously we made the signings in the summer, which were we were all very very pleased with. So is is it too soon to be expecting for them players to all hit the ground running? And you know, are we going to be this 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 amazing team? I don't know. I I, I personally think he. He wants us to be a counter-attacking team. I think you know he, that was his that was definitely his tact at Seville. Um, if you read, I was reading a really good article today in the Athletic. I don't know if any of you guys have seen that. It's a really, really good, good app for articles um, about basically uh, Pepe. And really, sort of, you know, they were sort of saying if you speak to the people out of Lille, it, he he works best in a team that hasn't got the ball. Mm. Um, you know, he's, he's he's a kind of tailor-made, a counter-attacking player. He ripped teams apart out there. You know that that it's the quick break and the quick transition. So, you know, are we a team with the ball? Aren't we a team with the ball? I don't know. This is the, this is the bit where I think he's struggling or he can't get it across the players. You know, look at the first half uh, last week against Bournemouth and, and it was good. You know, it was good. There was good movement. There was good, there was good passing of the ball and, and, and in the second half, so just, we just completely collapsed. You know, we completely collapsed and um, Bournemouth will pretty much run us all over the park for 45 minutes. So, you know, we're very much a, a team of two of two halves. I, I don't get, yeah. you know, what what we are. Do you know what I mean? I can't, I can't get how he wants to play. Does he want to play with the ball and press and press and press, or does he want to, you know, take a bit of take a bit of pressure and break quickly and use them three to kill teams off? I don't know. So I don't see, I don't see the transition in midfield happening quick enough. If we're going to do that, you know, but I guess maybe as as Neil said quite rightly, I think the fullbacks. 
you know, with pace will make a big difference. I think that's his ultimate aim is to play with them, breaking quickly and then causing havoc, you know, with, with giving, getting the ball to Pepe because that's what he does. Mm-hmm. The other interesting thing was when he went to Lille, um, it took him kind of six months to, to settle and to, to get the, the, the pace of the game. He, you know, he takes a bit of time, fella. So, you know, the stuff that I'm reading about is this, is that it's just complete garbage in my eyes. I think if the guy, someone like that, who's come from the French League, I think Old Trafford being, being the absolute pinnacle, if you want to see someone that was caught in the headlights, that thought, Jesus Christ, I've, you know, I've never, I didn't, I didn't think it was going to be like this. It was Old Trafford. He was literally, you know, frozen on the night. And I think, you know, it can happen. Players like that can take time. Thierry didn't, didn't come straight in and do it. Perez didn't come straight in and do it. But they turned into marvellous players and we have to give them players a bit of patience. And I guess we have to let let Emery bring the full-backs in, you know, get Lacquer back and let him let him show us his, his true first team. And then I think, you know, by the middle of the season, I think I think we'll know really. I think, you know, he's... In my eyes, he's, he's got to make top four this year. As I think they'll get rid of him. Personally. Correct. Yeah, and, and and interesting that you said it because Rao's almost come out and said that this week from what I've been reading. He pretty much right. said, I've, t- I've told Emery, we've got to make Champions League this year. There's right. been no right. real talk about the end of the contract as such. So you presume, like you said, it's, it's Champions League or, or bus for, for him. And, and that's fair, isn't it, Michael? I mean, like Mark touched on, I mean, that with the summer window, he couldn't. It couldn't have gone better. We said this seven, eight games ago before the season started. It couldn't have gone better for Emery. The summer window. Um, mm-hmm. um, it, he's he's got to make top four. You see all the transition with the other teams. Those teams aren't going to be in those positions for very long. Um, it's a huge opportunity, isn't it? Absolutely. Um, you know, we've we've said it a couple of times on here that we we top. I think it's top four uh, or bust. I think. Um, take into account what Chelsea are doing. Maybe they're on a bit of a bounce now, maybe a bit quicker than expected. Um, but, you know, they've got young players, so who knows, maybe they might burn out. I think there's a lot going on behind the scenes at Tottenham and as for United, you know, they're absolutely, you know, shocking, aren't they? So, I, I, I'm, you know, like in agreement with you guys. I don't think he has... It, once he has uh, the guys back that he needs, once he has, you know, Laka back and, and um, he can sort out the defence, centre of defence as well. He needs to sort that out as well. So that's a big call he's going to make when holding his fit. Obviously, Chambers as well. Um, once he has his proper, his first team there, um, let's see what the style of play is. Is it going to be that counter-attacking style? Because as Mark touched on against Liverpool, um that was probably Pepe's. We, we saw what, what Pepe could do because obviously Liverpool had a lot of the ball. And then when we broke, mm-hmm. he caused him loads of problems. He was the first yeah. person to go past go past Van Dijk, wasn't he? Or the first mm-hmm. person to dribble past him in how many games. So you could see there that, you know, if, if that is, is going to be his philosophy, um, once Pepe's uh, settled, um, you know, he's going to be a massive, massive part um, of our weaponry going forward. So, um, yeah, it's. It, there's little things he needs to sort out, though, Jack. You know, we we, we all talked about, you know, Jacker and is he does he deserve a place in the team or not, and is Barriera playing in the right position or not? But then again, it's again, you know, it's all well and good having Laka back and up there, but then you you got to move Abamyang out to the left, and then what as Neil was saying, if if defensively you're not solid and you don't make the right make right partnerships at the back, um, then it, it affects everything else. So there's a lot of things that he needs to you know, sort out and we're still here talking that we, we're we still a second, you know, a team of two halves, aren't we? We were saying that last year. Mm. How many times were, how many times were we losing games last year and he, he, he pulled it out of the fire and then we got a result. You know, it's the same thing happening. Maybe not so much us being behind or losing the games. We're going into games probably winning, you know, up, one or up or whatever. But we're still, you know, Jekyll and Hyde, you know, in terms of halves. I don't, you know, apart from the, the, the Europa League games and, and the, and the League Cup games, we're we're just two different teams, aren't we? Still, you know, in terms of performance, it's really really bizarre. But uh, it could all change when everyone's back. I imagine. Yeah, and that's that's what we're hoping for. I agree. Um, Neil, the promise from the board in in the summer from Vinay and Rao, a big promise that 
the academy was really going to be used to be blood into the first team. And it's vital to be able to free up funds for players like we've seen, um, you know, and because you're blooding players through the through into the first team, obviously they're not costing you as much and then it frees up funds if they're able to make it into the first team. And we, and we have seen that to a certain extent this year, Neil, with, with the likes of Saka and Willock and Nelson coming into the first team. The, my concern is, Neil, and it's a hard question to ask because I, I, I kind of feel like it's a bit speculative, but from, from the history, if you look at Emery's history at Valencia and Seville and PSG, he's never really been one to being the position where he really bloods the youth players. At Valencia was probably the closest. He had Jordi Alba, one matter, and they came through, obviously, and have had hugely successful careers. But generally, when things have got difficult, he's gone to experience. If you look towards the tail end of last season, right, the guys like Mkhitaryan, even Ozil, even Ramsey, when it started to get difficult, he started to bring those players back in a lot more. You know what I mean? Um, so I'm just wondering, Art, do you think we're seeing um, a link or maybe a disparity between the board's philosophy and the man they've got in charge? If the board is uh, with that mindset of trying to blood players for the reasons you, you, you've perfectly met, you know, uh, described there, then yes, there is, especially in the senior team, because we can see, um, as we were talking about, a game of two halves that we've uh, uh, seemed to have experienced since Emery's come, aboard, uh, come on board. Certainly with the two teams, the reserve and the senior, seems to be two different styles of player as well because uh, the youngsters are very gung-ho and, and, and intense and got that uh, enterprising style about them. And then we've got all that very conservatism from the senior team. And if he seems to be a stickler for that when the going gets tough, uh, we are we are to a certain extent still sticking to players where you might think, well, why isn't he giving some of these youngsters that are doing so well a chance? Now, yes, we have seen it with Willock and Saka and, and I'm so glad of, of that and Nelson, etc. But I still think um, there's, he, can, he can do a little bit more, you know, and, and, I, and I do believe that if he doesn't kind of try and adapt and, and do what, seems to be what the board's wish is. I mean, it's very, as you said, very speculative and we, it's, it's hard to answer. But if he doesn't, I, I can't see, um, I actually can't see him lasting. Um, I, 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 I don't, I, th I think he's not, as we've discussed before, um, someone for the long term. And I, and I think that they, if, if they've got a, a very stringent kind of path that they want to follow, and if he doesn't seem to fall into place with that, then I, th I can see Emery maybe bailing out maybe um, or being given the push maybe after this season or or the season um, after. So I, I kind of agree with that. I, I, I think maybe Emery's got a little bit, bit of pressure on his shoulders to, to, to do it the way that the board may, may want him to. But And that's why we are seeing, you know, some of the players coming through. Maybe he's trying to meet them halfway. But, but as I said, you know, you know I, I think until... Um, the reserve, all, all our players which are coming back from injury are fully fit. And if he still goes for experience, then we know that, you know, that, that there's an issue. I think if he does start blooding all of them, you know, regularly, then we can say that, well, actually, he is actually doing what um, the board may, may want of him. So it's a very difficult one to answer, but I, I think you're onto something, Jack, there. I think that's quite, quite true. And I don't know about his history with other clubs, but... Um, if that's been the case, then then it is a little bit of a concern if he doesn't do what they want him to do, um, especially if if the, the players that he seems to admit are the ones which could actually help the team go forward and help the club from a financial point of view as well. Yeah, I don't know. I just think a lot. I've been reading a lot about Valencia's, um, uh, you know, the thoughts on him when he was in Valencia and Sevilla, and and they're all replicative of what we're feeling. You know, Valencia fans. I'm reading sort of tweets from Valencia fans at the time you know and they're very similar to what we're feeling um, about conservatism away from home how comes mm. we're 1-0 how comes we're 1-0 up and, and suddenly we, we just start kicking the ball long we're not keeping the ball anymore we're just sitting back into a deeper and deeper block I'm literally reading tweets that are like are these Arsenal tweets and, and it's mad isn't it I'm reading <laughs> stuff they're like yes he, of course he won three Europa League titles for us but in the, and he, he's a great uh, one of the great ones I read was he's a great manager on his day but yeah. he drives me mad in how cowardly is the word I see come up quite a lot. He is specifically away from home. And I'm like, wow, this, these are the thoughts that we are having, right? We don't want to have yeah. these thoughts. I want Emery. I think we all do. We want him to stay 
you know, next year as well. Because if he does, he means he's been successful this year, and we all want that, don't we? So, yeah. um, but uh, I just think, you know, did he really want Nikatarian and Wobi sold? Was that his call? Because he paid him a hell of a lot last season to want him sold. And you know, um, did he really? You know, Terrera. There's already been a. I think Mark mentioned an article in the Athletic about how it wasn't really his choice of player and now we're, we're starting yeah. to see that aren't we we're, we're, I mean there's there's evidence that it wasn't his choice of player because he's not playing him and when he does play him he's not playing him in the position he plays you know for his country and, and he did for Sampdoria you know and I'm, I'm looking at his best team for Valencia and the, the two central midfielders were um Karacharak, who's the guy that eventually ended up at West Brom, I believe, and um, Ibora. And I'm looking at them, I'm just looking at the details of the player. They're both six foot three, relatively slow, but big in stature. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And, and I don't see anywhere a, a, a little guy other than Verratti, who absolutely despised Emery. And Verratti, we know, is an unbelievable <laughs> footballer. Do you know what I mean? So there, there's, there are links. Do you know what I mean? Um, there's links mm. between, and I wonder with the, it's very hard to, to tell, Mark, isn't it, with the philosophy of the, of the board. It's so new and fresh for us. Um, yeah. Yeah. What their philosophy is. Do, do you even well, think there's a possibility that we could make top four and he could still be moved on? Uh, possibly, possibly. I do think that Emery is aware that the club now has taken time to put in place a, a management board um, that is geared to changing the coach regularly. You know, they, 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 Realised, obviously, when Arsenal went, they had to put in place something that you now doesn't give the coach or the manager every bit of power. So, like we've done that, and I think we've, we've, you know, by the looks of it, we've done it quite successfully. We seem to have decent people in, in senior positions, um, so it's all covered. So, really, you know, now it comes down to right, you know, we employ that sort of European model where we can change the coach, and I think Emery knows that. Um, you know, and so, uh, yeah, if we got fourth, if we scraped fourth on the last day or, you know, we, we, we bundle our way into it, I can, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me because I, I think they're geared, I think they're geared to it now. They're geared to going, right, well, what, you know, have we made progress? Have we, are we looking like we're going to kick on again? Um, he scares me with, with how negative he is. I think even away from home, it's not just away from home now. I think he, he, he displayed that sort of level of, um, you know, it was almost fright against Bournemouth, you know, second half, they were, they were pressing. And I was sort of saying, saying to my son, I'm saying, look, you know, you watch, the, the next two subs will be, will be, they'll be, they'll be defensive. And they were. Instead of us trying to k- kill the game and put on attacking players, he brought on, you know, defensive minded players and moved it about a bit. So we were a little bit stronger. This was with half an hour to go, you know, 20, 25 minutes ago. It's like, I'm not, I don't really want to see that home to Bournemouth. I want to see you bring on players that are going to kill the game. Why, you know, why are you retreating? You know, and the, the Watford, Watford away was a classic 2 nil up. The minute they scored, the minute they scored, he shit himself. He shit himself, literally on the spot. I thought he was going to get a fucking packet of pampers out of the bloke. Honestly, I've never, never seen it like it. Rushing people along the line. Oh, they depend on the defenders. We're turning one up away at Watford. What are you? What are you cacking your pants about, mate? Go and get another goal. You know we have got players on the pitch that can destroy this team. They're bottom, right? Why is your ass dropping through your trousers? I don't get it. And, and, bit, and that's you know, and that's what he did. And he, he kept, and he, he's banging, banging on the defenders, banging, on, and suddenly they score again because he's took, he's taken the mindset from winning the game to hanging on for twenty five minutes. You know, like I've never seen anything like. We're lucky so to that, get a point, weren't we, Mark? Lucky we were to lucky point, to get a point, Neil. We were absolutely hanging on by a thread at the end. Uh-huh. We'd gone, you know, we had gone, and that is the biggest issue for me. We're turning up, cruising at the bottom of the league. And we are at the end of it. We're hanging on, and he has not. All he's done, to, he's assisted Watford in making substitutions that tell everyone how worried he is, and that, and that transcends into the team. And the team hasn't haven't got anything like they didn't have. You know, I look at some of the performances this season. There ain't a lot of difference between now and ours, and is there? Do you honestly no. think there's a lot of difference? No. We were saying this. We were saying this two seasons ago, guys. Yeah, you know we're we're not you know where's the spirit where's where's the aggression where's the where's the heart 
you know, and I watched that against Watford, and I'm like, well, tell me what's changed. What has actually moved on? So whilst I'm trying so hard to, to you know, to stick with him, and I will do, I, I look, I watch games like that, and I watch us at home against Bournemouth, and I, and I worry, I do worry about it, you know? Yeah. But, but Mark, could it, sorry, can I just say something, Jack? Sorry, but I don't think that necessarily is all from the players now. Like, that might be the difference. I don't. No. I think that there's a lot of the personnel we've got there, which have got. I think they do want to play, and they have got right. the heart. They're just not being played in the right positions and the right well, style for them. Could be, and, mate. Could be. And, mm. and 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 the other thing is, I just just want to ask you a question. If mm. it doesn't make any sense, is it? Has he got this abject fear of the Premiership because he doesn't seem to show it in the other competitions? I know you've got to look at the teams that we play in the other competitions. I completely understand yeah. that. But you've also got to accept that you can only play who's in front of you. And when, when yeah. he plays in those competitions, he's completely different. He's right, yeah, we're on the front foot, front foot right from the off and we can seem to sustain point. it. He's but a cup the coat, though, he? He's but a cup coat. It's just, yeah, yeah, it's just like the premiership is completely, you know, scared yeah. almost to, good, to, to good, try it's something. It's a good point. We do, look, we do look different away in Europe. And I know we, play, we played maybe not all the first team. Um, but yeah, I mean, you could be right. I mean, he does seem to, to apply to the Premiership. You know, his he's instant reaction to anything, he seems to be right. Oh, I need to, I need to do, I need to shore it up. I need to. I don't often see him, unless we let a goal in and we're losing. I don't often see him make an an, an, an attacking change. Mm-hmm. That makes sense, you know. All I see him do is keep the subs there just in case he needs to bring on defenders. I don't often see him. Going right, I need to work out how we're going to win this game. You know, in his first season, there's a couple of times I think he did that, but suddenly I think I don't know whether he feels the pressure of, you know, he knows he's got to. He'd rather take a point, right, than go to go and try and win the game three two. You know, just because it might help him get in the top four. It might, I don't know. I don't know whether he, whether he feels yeah. that. Well, well, that's what happened against United. That's what happened against United with that with that free kick right at the well, end. Well, you know, I mean, that's, when. Uh, when uh, you know, give it to Xhaka, you know, for all the all the all the stuff, his first game as captain, true, you know. Let, 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 him, let, him pick, let, let him whip it in with his left foot. Put up there. It's a last yeah. last kick of the game, but no. You mean told on the on the bench, get back get back to you know, do you know what I mean? It's I was screaming yeah. you're absolutely right. Yeah. Um, and, and, and any neutral watching that game says we we basically play for a draw in in, in, in big yeah. away games. And that's that's we disheartening, did. isn't it? Yeah. It's well, disheartening. Uh, you go we go a goal down, we start playing, we score a goal, we stop playing. That's basically that's what happened. Yeah, they were there for of course they were. You see the games uh, previous and afterwards and you're sitting there going, yeah. we should be going there and, and beating but this is this is a philosophy that's stuck with Emery for yeah he, he had a whole season at Seville where he didn't win an away game he oh, really? um, you know he, he had a whole season wow. where he did not win an away game for Seville wow. he had um, oh, wow. I mean I'm just reading here he had a one goal lead against uh, a 10 men Real Madrid away from home they went yeah. down to nine men and they <laughs> lost 4-1 they were 1-0 no. up they were 1-0 up they went Jeez. to 1-1 they went Fun down to nine men like and he went to 4-1 they got a goal back so it was 4-2 in the end but they were 1-0 up wow. against nine men do you know what I mean? And I know we could just look at the odd thing and be like, well, that's just a one. But it's not. There, there is real concern from Valencia to Seville, not so much at PSG because PSG walked their league. But, yeah. you know, it, there's, there's history of this. And I think, mm. I, I don't necessarily think it's going to, the philosophy, especially away from home, the conservatism, I don't think I'm going to, I think we're going to sit here with the same questions, put it that way. Yeah. And, yeah. and he, I he was. Uh, Sorry, I was just going to say he was manager for PSG at that Barcelona game, wasn't he? Yeah, when they were, when yeah. they won the, yeah. they won the first leg four nil, yeah. they lost. What was it? Six one. Yeah, yeah. Um, wow. So yeah, yeah. yeah so there's his that's history. Yeah. There's this must, must keep him up at night. That one, isn't it? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Doubt. But let's talk, um, Mark, Michael. Let's talk about personnel that Mark and, and, and Neil touched on a little bit. Um, let's start with you with the, with the with the defense and what you think Emery might actually be willing to change. Now, I feel a little bit sorry for Emery in that he's never really had a full fullback list to choose from. You know, Bellerin's been out for large part of his tenure, and um, he's had to make do with with Niles, who's gone kicking and screaming away from the right back position like a little child. And um, now, um, honestly, I've never been so annoyed with an interview in my life. Honestly, just imagine. 
Lauren or, or any other right back that we've had in history going, oh, well, everyone else plays their position. What a hard done by a little child he was. And now he can sit on the bench all season. Now he's made the Niles. And do you know what? I, I like Niles. We've all said we like him. But honestly, he's got the weakest mentality out of everyone in our team. I think it's shocking. I mean, he just, the final told me everything I needed to know about Ainsley Maitland Niles. You know, I mean, he just, what did he do? Make one mistake and then his head was dropped. He gave away a penalty. I mean, mm. d- yeah, I'm, don't get me started on him. But um, just um, d- defence-wise, where do you think, obviously, we know the fullbacks are going to improve um, Touchwood that they come in. And that's a huge upgrade for us, I think. I don't think either mm. of us trust Kalasanak. And, and I think Chambers is doing a, an incredible you know, credible job there, but we know he's not a right back. But then, what what about centre back? Centre back, where can we can we see the changes? Because we can see him, but can Emery see him? Um, you got to hope he can, because I mean, he, he you know he's given you know holding you know he's he's, he's brought him back really well, giving him you know the right amount of minutes, you know, and um, Chambers, you know, we were talking about. You're, you're, you were talking about uh, Asia Mate and not Mate and Miles about how he's been moaning about playing right back and that's not his position. You know, whereas Chambers just gets on with it. You know, mm-hmm. I haven't, haven't heard a peep from him. He just gets on with his job. You know, and people, you know, we forget that uh, when he was at Southampton, I think the, the first time he came to our attention was when Chambers was right back uh, for Southampton. And he absolutely ripped us that night. You know, you know, Southampton always used to turn us over because that was their only game of the season when they turned up. But he was sensational that night. I think we think we lost two one. I think. But you know, he's got he's he's got know how to play in that position. But I I'd hope that uh, Emery can see that you know long term it should be uh, David Luiz and, and Holding in the centre. Um, I say that because I just think I'm, I'm not too keen on, on Socrates. He's, he's, he's too much of a liability. He, he always, I think you, you guys mentioned in the last pod, James and yourself, Jack, was he just wants to get involved in things all the time. You know, he doesn't, he doesn't yeah. want to do his job and defend. He always wants to have a little bit of a ruck with the, with the, with the uh, forward. He wants to throw him to the ground or try and get the, the forward booked or something like that. He just doesn't want to c- carry on and do the job and you know quietly. Um, and also, I don't know if you guys saw, um, there was a story with Holding talking about David Luiz, but when he was at Chelsea and when he got injured, um, David Luiz sent Holding a text to, to telling him to get well. You know, I, I hope you get well, so sorry to hear about your injury. Wow. Um, and I hope you get well. Now, this guy's paid for Chelsea, you know, our rivals, you know, on the other side of London. You know, and he's sending him, he's taking the time out to send him a text to, to tell you, look, you know, you're in my thoughts. Hope you. So little things like that. You know, little, little, little sort of, you know, details, little, little friendships, you know, like that. Obviously, they've been training together, hopefully. So I think, you know, and obviously because of his age, he's 32, Holdings, you know, hopefully going to be the guy that's going to be having the captain on bad soon. And, you know, he can, you know, Louis can t- teach him a couple of things, <laughs> the right way to defend and not to, you know, run 60 yards and smash it, you know, into, into Rosehead. Um, so hopefully, you know, I'd, I'd hope that is the, the, the centre-back partnership. But that's not, not to say anything against uh, Chambers because Chambers, hope, you know, he could do a job there as well, you know, if needed. But, uh, you know, like you said, we all can see it. Let's hopefully the man that gets paid the, the big dough can see it as well. Yeah, I agree with you on that completely centre-back pairing or, or whether Chambers somehow get comes in because I think, I mean, he's been one of the biggest surprises for me this year, Chambers. I held my hands up on the on the last podcast. I said I didn't think, you know, he'd come back into the team and be possibly such an important squad player that he's been. But that's the exact, like you said, that's the exact attitude that we need from a player, right, that, that realises how you know, how, how incredible it is to play for Arsenal Football Club and how lucky, you know, he, he is. And I'm just shocked that Niles thinks he's going to get a look in at midfield when he hasn't played there for 18 months. And, mm. um, and well, to be honest, he played, he played against Standard, um, Standard he Liège, and he, he, he didn't really pull up any trees. And no, there was didn't. one moment where I think you saw where he had the ball, he played a pass and it went, he, he played a square pass. I think he totally fucked it up. And, he just stopped running he, he, and his head went down. Yeah. And it was like, and then, and then he caught himself and then he started running around like a, like a blue eye fly trying to chase. It's like, that's just the wrong mentality, man. That's, that's, that is so wrong. That's like a, like a, a an eight year old. You see an eight year old do that. Yeah. You know, yeah. Over, over the marshes, you know, soak and, and everything. Just get on with it. Yeah. He did it in preseason. Kingsley Comans did him once, made him look silly. Crowd kind of started laughing, head down for the rest of the game. Comans could do him at will. 
and he just was walking and I was like, oh, it's just like schoolboy. And I was like, what are we doing here? Where's the, where's the, where's the character? Where's the mentality? You know, Chambers, that's the great thing about Chambers. You can put it through his legs two times and he'll still go and get the ball off you. And yeah, you, yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's like that mentality, like, don't, 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 don't add the ego, but just put it away. We don't need it. But, um, and it's a shame because, like you said, he's such a talented football player, um, Ainsley Maitland-Niles, and, and, and Emery shown, shown a lot of faith in him, to be honest. And we, and we didn't have to be in this position where we were sort of begging Bellerin a little bit to come back. We, we, I don't think we needed to be in that position. I think Niles had the quality. But, but um, mm. I'm going to come to Neil on, on something else. Mark, I'll go back to you just quickly. Um, centre midfield is my biggest concern about the whole team beyond the philosophy of, of, of the manager because... I, uh, I think there's a real, really strong signs that he's not going to change it in terms mm. of the Xhaka Gwendouzi pairing. What's your thoughts on that pairing, mate? And, and maybe some concerns that you have with it. Is that too well, for me? I'll, I'll, go, I'll, I'll go to Mark only because I, I know what your thoughts are on Xhaka. Oh, yeah, I'm going like. to go to your stri- on strikers. <laughs> 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 no. I did that purposely, but you caught me up on it. Yeah, go uh, on. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure my, my thoughts on Xhaka are much different to Neil's. Um, <laughs> uh, Here um, comes Mark. I mean, Mark, here we go. Well, I, you know, I, I, just, I, I, I do think one of the, the most serious issues for us is is the way that he slows out, slows the team down. You know, I think he, he, he doesn't do anything apart from that in my eyes. You know, yes, he receives the ball deep. Yes, he passes it five, six yards. I don't, you know, to me, that's the biggest issue for me. I think, you know, Gendouzi's made a fantastic impression. Um, you know, the, the, the Ceballos is just a cracking player. Fantastically creative. You know, I'd love to think we could hold on to him. But, I, you know, the Zaka thing just drives me insane. And, and, and you know, the, the, the captain thing is just even worse. I just don't, I just do not get it. Um, you know, I've tried and tried and tried. I've taken off every single pair of glasses I can think of to look at him in the, in the, in the right light. I, I, every, and every time I do, honestly, I just, I can only see somebody that just drives the team insane. Mm. Reports come out of there that they, that he was the choice for players. Vote. I, I just don't believe it. I don't fucking believe it. I just, I just don't believe because he doesn't show any. They're saying he's a leader off, off the pitch and all that. Well, that that's no, that's no good, is it? You know the fact that he can get him in the in the right positions by cones in training. What the fuck could that anyone on a Saturday, right? We want it. It needs to be on the pitch on a Saturday. He needs to be organising and encouraging on a Saturday, on a Sunday. The only person I see do it is David Luiz. Mm. You know, he, don't, he acts like a captain. And I'd have to say, we definitely don't need Zachary in the team, though, because Luis does his passing for him anyway. When the bloke comes out of the, out of the back with a ball and he can clip a 30-yard pass to someone's feet, wherever they are on the pitch. Right? Mm. I, know he's got, I know he's got his faults. I know, I know all that. But as far, as far as I'm concerned, in terms of a positive person, positive uh, you know, impression on the pitch, he's been great. Right, because he does that all the time. He gets people, he gets them in position. He's encouraging people. You know, he's he's an that's what I call somebody who shows shows a captain's you know, level. And Zaka not only is he useless, but he, he's useless at that as well. I don't see it. I, I, I don't wish to guy harm. I don't wish to guy right. I really like him to, to do, but he doesn't. Look at look at his look at his stats. He's, he's nothing. All he gets is a higher percentage. On passing, right, and that's because he gets four, gives it five yards. Well, just watch him, and 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 that's you know I'm not being funny. I don't I don't go with the hanging party on Twitter and all that. But he's he's got he hasn't got a fan in the world. You know the odd one here and there that says yeah oh, you know this that. But I tell you what, if you, you over there, he ain't got a fan. He hasn't got a fan in the ground pretty much, and it's you know and I don't want it to turn into that. But as a, as a central midfield partnership, until we get him out of the team. We will not improve because there's no there's no pace to our game. The minute he gets it, he wants to slow it down, right? The minute he gets it, you look at Sabayas, he gets the ball. You look at Gendouzi, he gets the ball. They go forward with the ball, right? They want to get the ball and they want to go forward. They want to make a pass that gets us up the pitch. He wants to receive it with five minutes on the ball, right? And then pick a five-yard pass left or right. That's it. You don't get anything else from him. So I don't get how that is going to serve us when we're, when we're supposed to be a counter-attacking side. Where's that going to work? When you know, it slows the team down, you need to pass the ball quickly and concisely into feet 
So we hurt teams, you know, on the break. Well, that well, he ain't going to be part of it, is he? He'd be about 20 yards behind the track, so it's not happening. <laughs> it's just not happening. Yeah, I mean, goes it, 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 yeah, it goes against that transitional philosophy. Well, absolutely. it does, because you can't have it both ways. You can't have someone that builds up place slowly, and then you've got £70 million worth of pace and dripping, right? And Zach has got the ball 70 yards away, pissing about and passing it left and right so he can get his stats up. That ain't happening, is it? Garbage. Well, yeah. So, so uh, in my eyes, it should be Torreira, Ginduzi, and Sebastian. Thank Karras. you. Yeah. Oh, I love them. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. boys. Sorry, Mark. No, <laughs> that's it. I agree. I agree. Um, I think well, we, we. I think a lot of fans do agree, and there's um, you know, there's a huge you know build for players being under scrutiny now, and they you know you get the opposite, don't you? Goal, don't don't criticize our players. That's abuse. Yeah, no, that's that's not really, that. is it? I mean, it's just no, being it's honest. Not that. Um, yeah, it's just be, and, and that's my biggest concern is if we can see the change, I'm happier. But I don't see the tra- there's no evidence that there's going to be no. any change there, is there? Despite the fact that we're seeing game in game out problems, and, he, and like you said, he affects the players around him. I think Wenduzi's better without him. I think <laughs> Luis would be better without him. He wouldn't step so much. Everyone would be better without yeah. him. Yeah, everyone would be better without him. Um, <laughs> yeah, gosh, yeah. Um, Gendouzi ends up doing his running as well. You know, Gendouzi's everywhere. You know, he ends yeah. up doing his running from as well. So it's twofold. You know, there's not the work rate there. And then when, like, popping on about it too much, but when Bournemouth were on us, he was, he was zero. In, like, there's no point having him on the pitch because when, when the other team got, he can't keep up. Yeah. Like, he can't keep up. He doesn't make tackles, rush tackles anymore. He's also told himself not to do that, but you know you get booked. He's always on a yellow card. But without the ball, right, he's even worse than when we've got it, when we've got the ball, because he he's just bypassed. Players yeah. rush him like he's, he has got added that quicksand on the bloke. It's yeah. unbelievable. Do you yeah, know, uh, Mark, when we went down to 10 men against Villa and we played better? Yeah, well, exactly. if we if we lost Jacko, we'd maybe ten minutes. I reckon we'd be better off. I'm not even joking. Well, yeah, this is it. Now, but uh, sometimes, sometimes, well, the pace of that game would go up. So yeah, yeah. exactly. And it's not. A, look, I, I don't see it changing. Um, and that's that's my biggest frustration. We're talking about that one because if you can see the change, you get a little bit more mm. excited. But I feel okay. for Torreira. I don't think Torreira is going to be in much longer the way things are going. Yeah, right. he won't no, have that. no won't and it's going to be another one of those. Uh, it's going to be another one of those nabbery ones, isn't it? It's going to be sitting there in a couple of years' yeah. time, and he's flipping tearing it up at some Champions League top level club and um, I'm already seeing it mate I'm already seeing it he wanted wanted him Zonzi mate you know that he wanted him Zonzi that was his choice that was his choice. Insanity, isn't it? It's insanity. Mm. But um, yeah, like you said, I, I don't see. And I, that's where. Let's get on to. I've got to ask you boys about um, about Urzil. Um, but I'm going to ask Neil one question on the on the front four just before I do. I'll get a Michael on the Urzil one. But um, 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 Neil, do you think it's now Lacazette's back? Is it? Are we picking three from four pretty much? Um, now Saka's just come out of nowhere for a lot of us um, is it is it free from four from you and and who would you pick obviously oh, you know because uh, um, we talked about Pepe and I think we're all in agreement that Pepe needs time and he does. we all see the quality but would you take him out of the firing line or is that a bad idea um, oh, it just depends on again how Embry sets it up I think I mean if we're going to play to Pepe's strengths we keep him in there but if we're not like Mark beautifully described you know in Get to Liverpool. Um, he, he he seemed he's, he was brilliant, wasn't he? We, we all bright raving about yeah. it. But look, but look at him. He's look. He's off the ball. Everything about him is just fantastic. Um, and and I th- uh, from after that game, we're thinking this guy is going to really give problems to to any opposition, really, uh, from a defensive point of view. And, and they're going to be worrying about God. They've got Pepe on uh, the attacking lineup. We're in trouble. Well, we could be in big mm. trouble. And ever since you know, then then. We've not been playing to his strengths. I, I, I just think it's, um, it's been one of those where he hasn't been able to function as well as he, he could have done. And um, we, yes, I agree. Granted, he does need time. You mentioned a few players that took a while to bed in. You know, Burkamp was another one. Burkamp didn't hit it off and running straight away, and then he became another legend for the club, as we all know. The rest is history. Um, so, but I think for me, you play on current form and you play on performances which you've just witnessed and Saka hasn't put a foot wrong for me he just hasn't and Flacca coming back you know I, I would incline be inclined to even leave Pepe out but then I worry that what does that do to his mindset we were yeah. talking about the same thing um, 
which player was it? Was it? Oh gosh, we were. We might have even been sacked. I can't remember one of the previous pods, but we were worrying about the mindsets of the players. That if we do tend to pick on performances and form, does that then say some, do something to their mindset? Well. Yes and no. We can argue that it could do, but then at the same time, look at Callum Chambers. He was put, didn't put a foot wrong against Newcastle, then not even got a look in, and all of a sudden he comes back and he's still the same. You know, he's still doing really well, and that's the kind of um, professional mentality you want to see from all your players. But I'm not sure we'd see that with Pepe. He does seem to be a bit of have that bit of a, a nihilism about him, doesn't he? That his head might drop a little bit and. Uh, he needs to be loved up and he needs to be patted on the back, etc. That, that's the kind of impression I'm getting at the moment from him. Maybe it, it's working in conjunction with him having to bed in to, to the Premiership. I, there's no doubting Pepe's ability for me, absolutely none whatsoever. I think he's going to be brilliant. I'd still believe that. And I'll, you know, I'll, 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 you know, I'd bank a lot of money on it if I had the money to bank on something like that. I really would. But I think on current form, Jack, I think Sucker deserves... Deserves a, a you know a go in the, in, yeah. in the in the senior team, and That's I think I would I, I would I would probably I, you've got to start Lacazette. You have to start Lacazette. Abamian, well, he's you know banging in goals and keeping us up the table. I, I guess if you look at it like in in that way, um, and you you've got to you've got to you've got to play with Saka, who's on form at the moment. So for me, if I if you were pushing me, I'd say bench Pe- Pepe and bring him on later on if need be. Mm, yeah, be interesting. I think he's going to be really vital away from home, Pepe, because like you said, the transition, and I think we saw glimpses of it against Liverpool, because like you said, we, I, we've just got to get used to watching a team that doesn't really want to keep the ball away from home, I think, um, mm. which is hard when we don't look defensively very assured at all, you know? If we were defensively, a, you know, the old Chelsea style... A lot more comfortable. I'll be like, all right, just have thirty percent of the possession, and I'm sure we can do something. But it feels like we're kind of winging that a little bit. But um, I've got to touch on before I get Michael and Mark. I've got Neil's prediction for Sheffield United. Um, I want to get Michael and Mark's thoughts on on Özil. I mean, Michael, where where do we go with it now? I mean, is it is it becoming detrimental and a negative effect on the club that the way Emery's treating Özil? Do you agree with it? Do you not? Last season I was in agreement. Now I'm, I'm not so sure what I feel or whether I care too much, but Michael, what's your thoughts on it? Yeah, it's getting <clears throat> getting really toxic now, isn't it? I think uh, Yeah, it's just another thing for people to aim, you know, as, you know aspersions to the club, you know, who, who's in the wrong. It's splitting the fan base again. You're getting the, you know, Özil supporters up against the Emery ones and, and everything else in between. Um, you know, the thing is, we don't know what's happened. All these rumours about what Ozil might have done uh, in training or not done in training, or who he may have, you know, tried to, you know, um, you know, give money to or whatever. You know, all the, all the nonsense that's floating around. We 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 don't know. All we all we can go by is what we see. You know, when he's he's on the pitch, and the last time he was on the pitch against. Um, was it was it Forrest uh, in the League Cup? Um, he he was he was doing his usual thing. He was pulling strings. He was he, he looked like he was enjoying the game. And then when he got he got pulled off, he he looked he had a face like thunder, you know. And he, you know, and since then everything else has you know come to light in terms of what, all the information that's coming out or leaking out of the club. Um, uh, it, it, it seems like um, Emery's got form with players who are a bit you know. Mercurial ones, let's say, you know, he's at it with Neymar, with PSG. So he's got an issue where he wants people players to work hard, and 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 if you don't work hard, then then you're not in, then you're not involved. Um, but for me, it's a bit of a, you know, are we ever going to get to see, you know, the front three? You know, I know um, Neil was talking about Saka, but you know, you know, imagine Pepe's on the song and he's settled with Aubameyang and Lacazette and and uh, Ozil behind them. You know, isn't that the sort the sort of things what Özil has been waiting for? You know, he, he supplied what was it? He that season he got nineteen assists um, before Christmas. He had he had Giroud up front for fuck's sake. You know, when <laughs> when he was doing that. You know, so imagine what it, imagine what it'd be like with with him having them three in front of him. You know, he'll be thinking it's Christmas every day. So, uh, you know, you just hope that it gets resolved. Whether that's him getting back in the side or him being shipped off to, to somewhere else, I don't know. But it's a shame, really, because obviously we know that he's a he's a talented player, but we keep saying it on his day he is. In, and I don't think we can afford to have you know that too often now, especially with where we want to get to. We, we, we need everyone sort of to be on, on, on song, don't we? Mm. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's a tough one, mate. It's a tough one, but hopefully, it'd be lovely to see him on top of form again. I, I, I've, I've been a critic of his, but I, mm. I, of course, I would love to see it. But Mark, before um, you give us your prediction for Sheffield United away um, on Monday, what, um, what's your thoughts on on the Ozil situation currently? Um, I think he's done, mate. I think um, I personally think there was a decision made on him in Baku. I think they they realised then that actually, interesting, yeah. We can't rely on this bloke. He's the highest paid player in the team. Um, his performance in Baku was was probably the worst out of them all. Um, the way he skulked off the pitch, uh, where well, we were losing by two or three goals, didn't give one toss about the team, didn't run off, didn't run off, didn't even give uh, Willock a, a high five mm. to, to go come on, son. Um, you know that that to me, I think they made a decision. Um, I think you know. They look at the body language of, of people like Willock, you know, that have come in. I, th- I think, you know, when I spoke about the midfield earlier, I, I admitted him. I think he's got a massive future for us. Yeah. I think he could he could step in any time to that midfield and, or, you know, attack him mid certainly and, and be, I think he's an absolute gem of a player. Or another one always wants to go forward. And I think at some point you've got to go, look, you know, why are we, why are we worried about him? Because, right, okay, we know what he can do. He's paid the highest paid player in the club, but he doesn't. He, he, he doesn't do it anymore, does he? Every time he gets a chance, even when he played in Europe, yeah, he did all right. But look at look what, what you had on that pitch. You know, you had Martinelli, you had you had Tierney look playing like his life depended on it. You had you know, things are moving on, and I don't see that the desire. I don't see the, the want from him anymore. Um, you know, and I think he's marginalised. I think he's done. I don't. I don't see Ozil. You know, playing for us again. To be honest, I think I think they've made their decision, and you know, it, it, whilst it's you, you've always got that thing in the back of your mind with a player of that ability that they could do something, right? But how many times have, have we watched him come on and, and, and try and do it? You know, let's face it: when he first came there, the manager he he, he got behind Ozil, and Ozil let him down. Ozil let him down badly. You know, oh. that was that was when he really went downhill. You know, out, you know, at the fallout of Germany, you know, all that sort of stuff. It's been a sort of real downhill spiral for him. And, and you know, I watched, I watched a, a video of, of there was some clips on Twitter of him at Madrid against Barca. And you, honestly, you, I'm not, not, not everyone's the same player. Five years later, right? I get that, but the the movement and the snap he had with the ball is just, it's astonishing difference. I mean, he ain't an old man yet, right? He's gone. He's 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 playing at half pace. I'm, I just don't, I'm not sure it's in him. I don't know whether he's, whether he's lost it totally. But honestly, you watch some of the clips. There's just the speed he moved the ball around. We, you know, we saw glimpses of that in the first couple of seasons. But I do think a big decision was taken by by the management and by and by um, the manager in Baku. I think that was the the day they threw the towel in on him. And they tried to, don't forget, they tried to move him, massively tried to move him in the summer. But no one's going to pay that money, are they? It's just ridiculous, you know, to think that, you know, anyone's going to even pay him even after that. We're stuck with him, right? So it's as simple as that. So if we're stuck with him, do we play him? I don't know whether we do anymore because we've got to move on. This is all part of this whole sort of process of going, right, well, you know, let's get rid of Deadwood. And he has to fall into that category because he's been one of the biggest letdowns of everybody that's come to the club apart from the first couple of seasons where he was excellent and we and we took the, the risk of paying him that money thinking he would be the be the sort of catalyst for us and he's been the opposite hasn't he he's been he's totally let everybody down you know and I do think I do I'm not, I could be wrong but I do think there was a decision made in Baku that was the night they went listen we've got to go and spend money and we've got to, and we've got to throw people like him in the bin and, and that's, that's, that's where I am with it I, th- I think yeah, I think I think we lost the real Ozil after he won the World Cup yeah, mm, possibly, possibly, yeah. Maybe signs of it, yeah. Signs of it, and then, um, yeah, like you said, I don't, like, I'm, I'm not too fussed about because I don't really feel it's tr- no. going to change the team one way or the no, other. Nor do I. I, nor do I. Yeah, my my only concern is him not being involved fully. Is I feel like he's got a lot of supporters still existing in this group. You know, your Kalashnikovs, Mustafis that kind of idolise the guy, but um, mm. that's slowly being moved out of the team as well. So it's okay. Yeah. One, more, one, more, one more thing, Jack. One more thing just yeah, to add, yeah. right? Very, very, very quickly. Let's take Mustafi, right? Let's take Mustafi, the most vilified player at Arsenal in possibly in the last four or five years. Not a friend in the world, right? And basically, he was told he could leave. He was told to go. He said, no, I don't want to go. I want to stay. His attitude has been exemplary. 
Yeah. Right? When he's come, he's not only has he stayed and trained hard, right? He's taken all the stick. He's come back in the team. Every time he's come back in the team, right? He's played great, right? He made a mistake. He's, he's got his head down. His attitude has been first class. That's the difference to what we've got with what, when Mesut comes in. You never see that that bit that from Mesut going, right, do you know what? I'm, you know, he, he's not showing it in training, obviously, now. As, as Mike said, we're not seeing what's going on, but clearly he's not, mm. He's not. you know, he just thinks he's too big, and he thinks he's too big. No one can treat him like that. But I'm just saying, you know, someone of the, the stick that Mustafi took and the bloke has gone, no, I'm a professional footballer, I'm going to stay here and I'm going to put it right. That's what we want to see. That's what we want to see. Yeah. Anyway, end off. Exactly. Exactly. That's a good point as well. Yeah, that's all we're asking, isn't it? Just just give yeah. your all. Yeah. If you, even if you're out of favour, you can't put all your complaints down to one manager. It's just ridiculous. No. No. Do you know what I mean? You're going to play under pl- manage- management that you don't like all the time. It's about, Absolutely. you know, and that's what's ridiculous. You're pay- paid to do a job and, and, and you're not doing it. So oh, right. I agree with you. And what's your prediction for uh, Sheffield United away Monday night, mate? Uh, I think we're going to win 2-1. Nice. I think Neil might have said sim- something similar. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's all right. It's all right. It's perfect. Um. I'll give him first goal score and then you'll beat him. Uh. Well, I'm gonna go. Well, there's only one option. There really. Oh, that's the obvious one. But it will be all that. <laughs> oh, that's love, what I love said as well. He's on, it, he's on fire. He's on fire. <laughs> he's ridiculous. He's absolutely ridiculous, isn't he? Oh. Um. He's, he's. He might be saving Emery. Game in, game out. <laughs> he's doing terrific. Um, <laughs> Michael, what? Um. What about you? Um. I'll go one nil. And uh, that's what I went. Uh, I'll go for Pepe. I think. I think I did identical. I think I said one nil Pepe yeah. as well. <laughs> I like it. I like it, mate. We got. He's got to score some point, anyhow, from open yeah. play. Yeah. So, um, boys, I could chat with you all all day on it. And um, the reason we're all not on every week is basically because um, we bottled it last season, got into the Europa <laughs> League, and every game is late on a Sunday. So you can blame the players, <laughs> blame the management, blame Özil, blame whoever you want. Do not blame us. For Shaka, um, blame Shaka. Blame Jack. You have to blame Jacker. Yeah, exactly. Um, but boys, um, we're going to get better. We're going to get better. I know we are. So we got we got to stay positive, haven't we? So um, it's good, it's good, to, have, good to have for uh, Michael Michael back. It's been brilliant. It's been no, terrific. Right. I think. Lovely to speak to you. Brilliant. Um, this this will be up hopefully later today. I just got a uh, text from the editor. He said it'd be up later today. And then brilliant. I don't know when I'm going to record after the Sheffield United one. I'll probably have to wake Neil up in his hospital bed. To be honest, <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm joking. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Bad joke. Bad joke. But boys, thank you so much. And um, here's to Neil's health and to, um, oh, to the Arsenal yeah. getting, Cheers, to the Cheers, Arsenal getting better. Boys, have a good day. Yeah, Thanks. Take Thanks. care, boys. So take care, guys. Good to see you. Take care. Take care, boys. Okay. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye. 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 bye.